Holdsworth welcoming you to Prairie Doc Radio. This is a program of the Healing Words Foundation, a 501c3 founded by Dr. Rick Holm. We are here to answer your medical questions, so give us a call at 605-692-1430. 605-692-1430. With us today is Dr. Deb Johnston to answer your medical questions. Dr. Johnston's specialty is family medicine. She works with the Avera Medical Group Brookings and volunteers as part of the Prairie Doc team of physicians. Good morning, Dr. Johnston. Good morning, Laura. I feel a little like I'm channeling Dr. Holm in particular (laughs) efficacy today since I walk in right at the very last minute. Yes. No problem. You're here. You're at the mic. So that's great. She just walked in. I I remember many times watching Rick race out of the clinic, race down, race up, just just as Joan was introducing him. So... Yes, I I feel very, very Dr. Holm-like today. Hopefully that means I'll share some of his wisdom with people today. Absolutely. You had perfect timing. (laughs) Perfect Perfect timing. timing Right here. (laughs) Dr. Johnson, I wanted to spend some time talking about mental health this week. Mm. Um, That's our Prairie Doc topic in relationship to our television show this week and the essay this week. Um, It feels like it's always an important topic for us to discuss. Absolutely. What are some of your recommendations for all of us to look after our mental health? Oh, that's a really good question, Laura. It's, you know, there's a lot of stress in people's day-to-day lives. And even people who don't have um, predisposing factors, who don't have a history of traumatic brain injury or certain diseases, for example, stroke really increases your risk of of developing depression, uh, heart attacks. Um, There's a lot of different things that increase your risk of developing mental health problems that can happen to any of us. Anyone can have a stroke. Anyone can have a traumatic brain injury. So just in your everyday life, I think that self-care is really important. Learning to set limits, learning to um, set boundaries. You don't have to say yes to everything that anybody wants you to do. Um, It's really important to recognize that If you're not taking care of yourself, you don't have anything left to take care of other people. And I see this particularly with moms Mm -hmm. um, who are just often not very good at prioritizing their own needs. They're really good at putting their family first, their children first, their spouses first, their parents first, um, and maybe not so good at saying no to extra obligations. And that's been particularly true during the pandemic when the children have had uh, unusual needs. There's been a lot of homeschooling. There's been a lot of of daycare disruption. There's been a lot of of parents in general uh, trying to multitask, trying to work from home in addition to helping their children with um, with remote learning or not having their daycare anymore, so having to keep their child entertained and safe while they're trying to work too. Um, but even non-parents have had some of those stresses. So 
of, of trying to do things that they don't normally try to do without having the systems. And we haven't had the support systems that we've traditionally had. You know, a lot of, of parents, to use that example in particular, have been uh, reluctant to send their germy children over to grandpa and grandma's house mm-hmm. um, when grandpa and grandma used to be the ones that provided some of that extra care and helped out. Um, and we've shrunk our social circles. So, um, you know, you used to maybe go out for coffee with the girls um, or a beer with the guys or a beer with the girls and coffee with the guys, you know, <laughs> yes. um, a couple times, once or twice a week. And, and now you're not doing that. And so there's been a lot of, of changes and an upheaval in our lives. So to get back to your original question, mm-hmm. making sure you're getting enough sleep, paying attention to your nutrition, exercise is really important. Exercise has a very beneficial effect on the brain. Um, avoiding excessive uh, alcohol, avoiding uh, excessive other substances, marijuana, you know, soon to be legal, but um rather like alcohol, potentially problematic for some people. So, um, you know, you've, you've got to make sure that you're prioritizing yourself, taking that time. Maybe you need to go talk to someone. I have a colleague who says everybody should have a counselor mm-hmm. and everybody should go to counseling once a month just for a little tune-up. And mm-hmm. yeah, that's, that's not necessarily a bad idea. If we had the counselors, we could definitely do that. But don't be afraid to reach out for that help when you need it. Mm-hmm. Those are good reminders, I think, for all of us to get our sleep, our nutrition, our exercise, those things that you can just get busy in life and maybe mm-hmm. just let one of those things kind of slip. I know this recent past week I've had kids going different directions and even just preparing meals at home hasn't been happening the way I like it to. So yep. we just get busy and then you just kind of need to take a breath and say, okay, what am I doing? Am I taking care of myself? Yep. Um, and just exactly. these reminders that you gave us. And I think nutrition is really easy to let slip because it's just easy to swing through the drive through on your way to between one place and another. And boy, I tell you, I look at recipes and they say a dinner on the table in an hour. And I think, who's got an hour? Yes. I'm lucky to have 20 minutes. And I'm not organized enough to do the meal prep consistently, mm-hmm. which would probably help a lot if I were but um but I'm not Mm -hmm. so uh people who are I commend you you're you're three steps ahead of me for sure Uh, sleep is always easy to to let go Mm -hmm. everybody you know it's easy to stay up an extra hour or an extra two hours for some people it's easy to get up an hour early and get to the things that that are on your list but you really need to to take care of your body and your brain with that sleep Mm-hmm. Well, it's time for us to go to our first break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Call us now at 605-692-1430 with any medical concerns you would like us to address. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Heart disease is a term that includes several more specific heart conditions. The most common heart disease in the United States is coronary heart disease, or CHD. CHD occurs when the arteries that supply blood to the heart muscle become hardened and narrowed due to the buildup of plaque. The narrowing and buildup of plaque is called atherosclerosis. Plaque is a mixture of fatty and other substances, including cholesterol and other lipids. 
When plaque builds up in the coronary arteries, blood flow to the heart is reduced, which reduces oxygen to the heart muscle. This can lead to a heart attack. Other heart conditions include angina, heart failure, and arrhythmias. Talk with your provider about preventing heart disease today. Call the Avera Medical Group Brookings at 697-9500. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth and Prairie Doc Physician Dr. Johnston is here to answer our medical questions. You can give us a call at 605-692-1430. As we continue to talk about mental health, those are great ideas to keep us... Uh, mentally strong and healthy in those ways if we're doing some of those things or we're just not even finding the energy to do some of those things that need to happen and we know we can feel like when do we know when it's time to reach out for help when what we're doing just isn't working you know I think that there is never a wrong time Mm -hmm. to reach out for help so if you are wondering if you need more it is absolutely okay to come in and talk to your doctor, um, make an appointment, talk to your counselor. A lot of religious leaders have some training in mental health and uh, are a good place to start. Um, So don't ever be afraid to reach out. When you might know that it's really time is when you just can't see a light at the end of the tunnel, Mm -hmm. when you're uh, really feeling overwhelmed, really starting to feel like nothing is going to get better, like you can't do this, um, when it's interfering with your day-to-day life, then it's definitely time to reach out and get some help. And what are, um, what are some, uh, what, what kind of help might we get if we reach out for help? Like what, what are some options for help? So as a, as a physician, of course, I, I tend to um, lean on the medical side of things. Um, so there are a lot of different medications for people who might benefit from them, particularly if your depression or your anxiety is, is more than a, what we call a situational circumstance. Um, and although not every medicine works for every person, we've got a lot of them. And we can usually find something that works really well for any given individual. It may take us some time. I also want to make sure that we talk about counseling. Mm -hmm. Um, Therapy is an incredibly important tool for people. And sometimes that's what you need. Um, Sometimes the medication is what you need. Most of the time I find people do best with a combination of medicine and therapy. So uh, those are our our basic um, tools, uh, making sure that people are taking care of that self-care, that regular exercise, that sleep, uh, that good nutrition. Those are our basic building blocks. That's the foundation. So uh, if you don't have that, it's sure a lot harder to get where you want to be. We did get a question that came in. Yes, thank you for your questions. What do you see as the number one need in Brookings County for servicing the mental health needs of the community? Oh, boy. Um, I don't want to try to say that this is unique to Brookings County because I think this is a problem in many parts of the country. And I think here in Brookings, we're probably in better shape than other parts of South Dakota in many ways, but I think we need everything. Um, I definitely see 
difficulty for patients getting into counseling, uh, mm -hmm. finding a counselor that uh, is able to take patients. You know, there's only so many hours in the day, and uh, counselors can't outsource that you know they've they've got to have that time with that person and um you know they they can't have somebody else do parts of it so you know i can have my nurse go in and recheck my blood pressure or you know i can ask my nurse to do a lot of the things that i do as part of my day but the counselors really can't do that so i i definitely think that um more quality we have some wonderful counselors in time in town um, more good people is probably our biggest need. Mm -hmm. um, we certainly could um, benefit greatly from having more psychiatric physicians, uh, medical providers. Um, we don't have enough of that, and that's true in, in the state in general. Um, mm -hmm. It can be very difficult even to, to get that help down in Sioux Falls um, because there's just not enough of those people and there's a lot of reasons for that that um, it probably fundamentally come down to the fact that you know it it takes a long time to make a psychiatrist mm -hmm. uh, and it's not reimbursed all that well it's a draining job that's not not well paid mm -hmm. so those are uh, more basically yes. <laughs> is the answer to that mm -hmm. but particularly more good counselors mm -hmm. So when people do need help, there's, there's more help options. available. Uh, yeah. More availability. More yeah. availability. Right. Absolutely. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that question. If other people have questions, you can give us a call at 605-692-1430 with any medical questions you would like Dr. Johnston to address today. Prairie Doc programs are available as a podcast. Just look for Prairie Doc wherever you get your podcast. Today's program will be added to the podcast soon. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Lung cancer is the leading cause of cancer death in the United States. Cigarette smoking is the number one cause of lung cancer, but it can also be caused by other forms of tobacco like pipes and cigars or breathing secondhand smoke or being exposed to asbestos or radon. We also are concerned with people who have a family history of lung cancer. Lung cancer symptoms may include coughing that gets worse and doesn't go away, chest pain, shortness of breath, wheezing, and coughing up blood. Other illnesses that can cause these, these symptoms should be investigated as well. If you have any symptoms, talk to your doctor. For help to quit smoking, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or visit cdc.gov quit. Your provider at the Avera Medical Group is a good resource to discuss lung symptoms. Call 697-9500 for an appointment. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth, and Prairie Doc physician Deb Johnston is here to answer our medical questions. Give us a call at 605-692-1430. We've been talking today about mental health and some tips for us to all keep in mind with our sleep and nutrition and exercise. Um, and other things to to help maintain our mental health. Uh, related to mental health, Dr. Johnson, I wanted to talk about grief. During mm. the pandemic, many individuals and families lost loved ones and were not able to gather in the traditional ways for funerals and grieving. How have you seen that affecting people? Um, it definitely has. I think it's affected our society as a whole. 
um, people haven't been able to have the support that they normally have. Um, you know, things as simple as going for a walk with a friend after after a loss. Um, particularly, I think not being able to have funerals the way that we are used to having funerals and having that chance for a, a public display, uh, a community display of what this other person meant to the mm -hmm. community uh, has been really difficult for people. I think, you know, grief, of course, is a universal experience. Loss is a universal experience. And it's been with us from the beginning of, of human history. So in many ways, that is a path that we've tread before. It's just that our traditional immunizations against that complicated grief haven't been there for us. Um, I always tell people, never expect that you're going to get over it. Um, you just kind of learn to live with your life the way it is now. You learn to live with the hole that's left behind. Um, and you learn to appreciate what's left behind. So uh, I don't ever expect people to be, quote unquote, back to normal two weeks later, which a lot of times it feels like the world expects you mm -hmm. to be back to normal two weeks later or a month later, or six months later, but it should get easier with time. You should be able to spend more time living in the rest of your life and less time staring down into that big hole. Um, grief will hit you at odd moments. Anniversaries particularly seem to be really difficult for people. The first um, you know, the first birthday without that person, the first Father's Day, the first Christmas, the first, the first, the first, but mm -hmm. also the second, the second, the second. Um, you know, things will hit you at odd moments, and that's, that's normal. That's okay. If, however, you feel like you're not moving forward, Sometimes people do need help mm -hmm. getting through that. They need the counseling. They need the um, the medication. They need the rituals. So it's some people do need more to get through, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. So don't be afraid if you're feeling like, you know, it's been six months, it's been three months, it's been a month, and I'm still paralyzed. Um to come in and get some help. Mm -hmm. There's um, grief support groups as well. That is a fabulous resource. Thank you for that. And there's grief classes okay. that are offered by um, sometimes the the hospital will have those and some of the religious organizations will have those. And they can also be incredibly helpful. I'm sure some of those things were on pause or looked different during COVID. As far as you know, are most of those things going again? To my understanding, they okay. are. Now, um, particularly the grief classes are kind of a, a not a 
you know, start whenever mm-hmm. kind of thing. There's a, a beginning and a middle and, and a, an end. So um, that may be something that you have to wait until the next session starts up. But, sure. but those resources are available. And although I don't know them off the top of my head, I know where to find them. So if somebody, I'm, I'm sure that is true for all the clinicians in town. So if somebody needs that kind of assistance just reach out to your provider and and we'll be able to to let you know when and where mm-hmm. I could see if you maybe lost somebody last in the last 12 months or so um, and you didn't have an opportunity to maybe sh- have that shared experience of yep. a group or whatever now is a good time even if it has been some time yep. since absolutely um, it, my mother passed uh, about 13 um, 15 months ago mm-hmm. or so and our family celebration is planned for later this month so it's not too late mm-hmm. to do those kinds of things um, of course I don't expect we'll have nearly the the attendance that we would have in a traditional you know one week later kind of, of setting but it's still an opportunity for um, family in particular to come together and and share those memories. Absolutely. Well, it's time for us to go to our final break. We thank you for listening to Prairie Doc Radio on KBRK and on our podcast. Give us a call now with your questions at 605-692-1430. We will return following this informative message from the Avera Medical Group. Did you know that globally, pneumonia, an infection of the lungs, kills more children younger than five years of age than any other infectious disease such as HIV infection, malaria, or tuberculosis. In the United States, 1.3 million people were diagnosed with pneumonia in an emergency department during 2017. Unfortunately, about 50,000 people die from the disease each year in the United States. Most of the people affected by pneumonia in the United States are adults. Vaccines and appropriate treatment like antibiotics and antivirals can prevent many of the deaths globally and in the U.S. This message is brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Laura Ellsworth and Prairie Doc physician Deb Johnston is here answering our medical questions. If you have a question, give us a call at 605-692-1430. Dr. Johnson has spent some time today talking with us about mental health and talking about grief, um, important topics for us to always consider and think about. And um, sometimes we just need to take a step back and check in. How are we doing? And um, Or maybe how are our loved ones doing? And what can we do to help with those things? We're going to switch gears a little bit now. We want to get an update on COVID-19. Yes. Um, you know, we've we've all really enjoyed the loosening and, and the lower numbers, and I've certainly enjoyed the lower numbers because it's made my day-to-day life a whole lot more like it was for the previous 20 years. So yeah. that's that's been very nice. But everybody, this disease is not gone. Mm-hmm. Um, this disease is still here. We're seeing rising numbers in other parts of the country. Honestly, it's only a matter of time before the numbers are going to rise here again. So far, we have seen virtually no 
Delta variant here in South Dakota, but it's um, rising rapidly in other parts of the country. I, I heard on uh, NPR um, yesterday or today, I think it was yesterday, that it's now 12% of the variants in uh, South or in Minnesota. And, um, you know, it, uh, four weeks ago, it was less than 1%. It's now the dominant strain circulating. So it is, it is at our door and we are going to see it. And it is a more transmissible virus. Um, it seems to be hitting young people harder. So um, there are a lot of, of children, young people in intensive care units and on ventilators around the country. So um, this is nothing to, to sneeze at. If you haven't had your vaccine, if your children haven't had their vaccines, really seriously think about going and getting those vaccines because it does seem to provide some good protection both for the person getting the vaccine, but also for the people around them. So please, please do go get your vaccines. Um, I do want to address, you know, there was um, information recently about a warning added to the Johnson & Johnson mm -hmm. vaccine about Guillain-Barre. Uh, Guillain-Barre is not a new disease. Um, I had a classmate in medical school who was in the intensive care unit for Golly, I think she said a month just before we started medical school with Guillain-Barre, and my recollection is that she had had some kind of a natural illness that led to the Guillain-Barre. I just want to point out that out of over 12 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, they'd only identified 100 cases. So while this may be statistically significant, your odds are still very good. Mm -hmm. um, even if you think that perhaps they underestimated, even if there were twice as many cases or three times as many cases or 10 times as many cases, that is still just a tiny fraction of the people, tiny, tiny fraction of the people who got that vaccine. So uh, I would definitely encourage everybody eligible to go out and get that shot. It's easy. It's free. Um, it's just a very small part out of your day. It's available at the pharmacies. It's available at the doctor's offices. Um, it's available at lots of different places. It's convenient to get it. Go get it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's um, it's discouraging when we hear about these numbers going up other places. That's for sure. Yes. And, we and and they will go up here. I mean, mm -hmm. we are we are not going to be immune. We will have more cases. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go back to the way it was in the winter when. Uh, our healthcare systems were overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So don't, let's, let's not do that. <laughs> right, right. And, and we know, you know, people are out circulating. We're getting together. Um, we've got the rally coming up. There's a lot of things that are going to be happening that are going to put people in closer contact with each other again. School will start again in, in not too long. The universities will be back in session. Um, people will be moving indoors as the weather gets gets mm -hmm. worse um so everybody get your vaccine now so that you're well protected before that happens yeah all right well thank you for all those updates today dr johnston always nice to hear the latest and get that perspective <laughs> from a medical professional before we go please be sure to tune in to south dakota public broadcasting television and the prairie doc facebook page for on call with the prairie doc most thursdays starting at 7 p.m central 
This week's On Call with the Prairie Docs Summer Encore Show discusses the struggles faced by mothers and children during the COVID-19 pandemic. Originally broadcast on May 6th, this episode features Prairie Doc Jill Cruz and Dr. Clarissa Barnes of Avera Medical Group Hospitalist. So tune in for that tomorrow night on SDPB Television. We hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program and will listen again for Prairie Doc on KBRK, brought to you by the Avera Medical Group Brookings. Please follow the Prairie Doc on Facebook and YouTube for free and easy access to the entire Prairie Doc library. Visit www.prairiedoc.org. I see we had a question just fly in the studio. Uh, Dr. Johnson, did you get a chance to read I this? I did. Do you want to address it the real quick? The question is about uh, recommendations for family member caregivers for individuals with mental health issues. Mm. This is a very, very difficult position, particularly uh, with adult family members where you you don't have any ability to, to kind of coerce. Uh, treatment. There is a um, organization called NAMI, National Association of Mental Illness, I believe that stands for, which functions very much as a support group and resource for individuals in that situation. So um, also my other tip, remember it's the illness, not the person. So it can be really hard not to take these things personally, but um, it's it's not personal. Mm -hmm. So that's something to keep in mind. So short shift for that, but our time is up. Yes. Well, thank you, Dr. Johnson, for all of your great information today and for being with us today. And as we wrap up, as Dr. Holm would say, stay healthy out there, people. (laughs) 